Hi, welcome back to your first million podcast. It's Arlen. It's the end of December 2022. And I am I'm going to record a few words. Um, I do this almost every year. Well, I've had the pot this podcast for three and a half years. And so I've, I think I've done it each year that I've had it or each December that I've had it. And I did it Prior to that, with the Bootstrapped VC a couple of times, a, a podcast I used to have. And um, I've done it in different ways over the years and different with different audiences. And that is to simply talk to you a little bit if you are someone who is um, feeling some type of way during the holidays. And this, this can be for any reason. It could be that there's something that happened uh, specifically to you or around you that is making you feel <clears throat> less cheery than you might during this time. It could, so it could be acute, you know, sort of thing. It could also be that you just in general get low during this time of year. That happens to a lot of people and more people than others know. So when you're feeling that way, you might feel like, what, I'm feeling so weird. And it's weird that I feel this way. Why Why am I feeling like this? Or you might think there's something wrong with you. And in this case, you know, so many people feel that way that I've heard from that I also like to talk to you. It could be that every year it seems like things are getting more and more dire, more and more scary, strange. Um, yeah, all sorts of things. And so any for any reason, if you feel down or if you feel you don't feel like yourself or if you just don't want to feel alone right now I wanted to talk to you I don't have any agenda I don't have any notes I don't have any plans when it comes to recording this but in the past I know that it's helped quite a few people and what some people do is they'll listen to it depending on their situation and their desire they'll they'll listen to it like around Christmas and then they'll listen to it around New Year's Eve and you may not celebrate Christmas so it it may be another um, holiday or another time so uh, let's see well this year 2022 has been pretty <laughs> it's been pretty intense Every year we think we say, "Ah, oh, we can't get any any more intense than this." I'm, I'm trying to avoid certain words, but um, 2020. I think one thing we can do is like let's think back, if you can. It, 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 hopefully, this isn't triggering you, but let's think back to 2020. 2020. What did we think at the end of the year? What did we think at the beginning of the year? Like think about the plans you had, what we thought was going to happen. I remember um, at the top of 2020, I th wow, so much has happened since then. I had in February of 2020, I went to see Celine Dion at, in, in Brooklyn at an arena. I think I was like fourth or fifth row. And I remember then... We 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 knew, I can't remember exactly what it was, but we knew that there was something going around. And I remember thinking, there were so many people there. I was like, oh, I wonder if this is some sort of spreader event. But, you know, didn't have any, 
language around it, any understanding of what was to come. Just kind of thinking, oh, this is a lot. This is a lot of people, and I know that there's like this cold going around, like this chest, rep, uh, what is it, respiratory situation going around. But then I enjoyed a great deal of the show. Loved, loved, loved the show. Celine was doing her thing. I had seen her for two decades uh, live, so it was great to see her after a few years, and and she was fantastic. And I think now, uh, in the last few days, she's come out to let us know that she has a very, very rare disease. I think it's called stiff person's disease. I think it was originally called stiff man's disease, and I think that's because only men had it. Now, I could be making this up, but that part of it, but it's called stiff person's disease and it's going to make her like a statue over time and it's already started it's already given her all kinds of issues and um it's just such a strange turn of events but if we think back to that I also after I went to see Celine I then went to um I flew from New York to Dallas and I went and I saw my mom my brother um, Angel, who is my brother's fiance, and um, and uh, my nieces and nephews. I remember I stayed at the Virgin Hotel because I, I I used to love Richard Branson. I mean, I still do like love Richard Branson stuff. So I wanted to check out the Virgin Hotel. Um. Yeah, I remember I saw my friend Amy Griffin in the lobby of the hotel randomly because she was surprising one of her friends or her sister or something. And she lives in New York. And I was, yeah, I'm just trying to like think back, you know, think back to that time, January, February, February of 2020. We were in the middle of, or not in the middle of, we had almost completely booked our backstage tour. It was a 12 city tour in the U.S., We'd already started getting requests to bring it to outside of the U.S., Australia, parts of Asia, parts of Europe, parts of Africa. Um, and so we were, you know, getting prepared for that onslaught. We started selling tickets. Hundreds of tickets were sold already because we had just started. It was going to be cool. And then I had this book on the way, and this book, my first book was going to come out. And then March happened, and I talk a great deal, not a great deal, I talk a little bit about March in the paperback version of uh, It's About Damn Time, my book. The intro has a little bit about that, not, you know, a couple pages about it. So then, what was 2020? So the reason I started on this track was I was thinking 2020, things seemed very dire. We had Trump. That was enough. That's enough for any one person to deal with. But then we had COVID and we didn't have, we didn't have um, COVID immunity. We didn't have shots. We didn't have a solution beyond wearing masks, which most people didn't think was important enough to do. So it was scary. We didn't know how long it was going to last. And I remember if you, if, if, even if you wanted to, you could go back and listen to what I recorded in 2020 and 2021 during this time for this type of audio. And it was, it was tough. People, companies and founders, you know, smaller, small businesses, we were worried. And everyone was um, 
kind of just kind of frozen in time and, and, and at the mercy of what would happen next. And then 2021, when we started getting vaccines, um, even if you, not everybody ties it to that, I really do think that's when things started changing. It was still scary, still worrisome, but there was this boom of like, like it felt, felt like every venture capitalist and every angel investor was sp- spending as much money as they could because they had they they were having like this renewal of of optimism in life and just like oh okay we made it through so let's go there's like there's like light at the end of the tunnel so let's just spin like there's no tomorrow and they did and uh, I had predicted this by the way uh in 2017 there's a video of me predicting similar something like this uh at Afrotech but I digress so then but it's still, still. Oh, oh, sorry. I, I t- completely forgot a major part of this. We also got Biden. <laughs> we also got rid of Trumpy, Trumpy, Trumpy poo, which was great. I mean, twenty twenty one did not start great with that, with the insurrection, but we got rid of that guy, and that took that chokehold that he had over us. I mean, think about every single freaking day, we'd have to wake up and wonder when this guy, what this guy was up to, what he was going to say, what he was going to do what rights he was going to take away that day at his whim, and then how many millions of people were going to let it happen. And so those two things, the vaccine, the vaccine and Trump being gone, opened up. But then there were these, you know, we were still worried because people were still dying from COVID. Um, all sorts of things were happening in the world, all sorts of things almost every day, and shootings and so, so, so many things. And then this year, we thought it was going to be more of the same at the beginning. We thought it was going to be like this boom, but no, 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 no. That started to correct. (laughs) That got corrected really quickly. And now everybody pulled back and companies that were able to raise $100 million on a $2 billion valuation, they thankfully have that money. Most of them have that money. Some of them did not. And I'm looking at you fast. But some some of them have that money. Most of them do, but those companies are not worth that the same amount because they were never worth that to begin with. It's all paper. It's all ether. It's all made up until there's some sort of true liquidity or liquidity event or true exit or true IPO or true tender. You know, so so anyway, now we are here. Um, and what I'm thinking about the most, there's a lot to think about, but what I'm thinking about the most in this time, because it's just a few days since these things happened, was what I'm thinking about is the, the death of Twitch, the death of uh, Sonia Eddy, who played Epiphany on General Hospital. And you may know that I love General Hospital. And, uh, and Sonia was... She was 55 when she passed. She passed away. Apparently, she had gone in for some scheduled routine surgery at, at the beginning of this month of December. And a couple of days after she left, she wasn't feeling well, so she went back into the hospital. They quickly found out she had this, um, um, what is it called? Infection. And... Very shortly after, maybe two days later or something, she passed away because it spread too fast. 
so in some ways I'm very grateful that she went back and that she, she they you know her family and friends and even her fans do have some closure as to what happened and that she went back and she tried to get help but that that is uh that is just heartbreaking and it just happened and before her uh uh, Leslie Jordan, that was such a sad, sad loss. And there were so many, and there's so many, depending on who you are, who you know, who you grew up watching, or who's influenced you, or who's entertained you, who you may know personally. Different deaths mean different things to people. Um, Twitch, for instance, um, he, he wasn't just someone I saw on TV and, and, and really loved his work, which I did. But um, my mother, actually, um, her her um, husband, Joe, he's passed. He passed away uh, a couple, like three years ago. Um, just an older man um, and then ended up having cancer. Um, he, what, he was uh, Twitch's great uncle. So my mom has... My mom met Twitch maybe 20 years ago uh, at a family reunion, and I think it was on a cruise, and she just came back, and she told me, she's like, this guy, he's just, he's so talented. He was dancing, and he led the dance, you know. It was just so interesting, and and, um, I think he had already been on the show um, when when we finally figured out who who my mom was talking about, and then I'm I got I got to meet him um, a few years ago at his uh, his grandfather's birthday in California. I got to meet Allison, who I had also just loved. I I knew Allison first. I knew her work first, and I had just loved 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 what she did. I still watch that. Her with Ivan doing the um, Why song. Uh, if you haven't seen that, just YouTube it. It's Allison and Ivan, So You Think He Can Dance, doing the song Why. She's gorgeous. And Ivan is a, uh, a hip-hop dancer. And so this was the first time I remember everybody was so happy for him because he had been so silly and kind of boyish. And he's 18 or something. And he'd been, And she was such a serious dancer. And this was the time where he kind of became a man, as they said, or whatever. But I always knew that. And I was very happy I got to tell her how much uh, I enjoy her work. And then Twitch, he was, uh, he, I remember he was, uh, he was more serious than I thought he would be. Um, he was so, but if you saw him on, um, when he's judging, right? Not only on So You Think You Can Dance this season, but there was that show that J-Lo had, that dancing show that J-Lo had, and he was brought in to guest judge a couple times. He's very ser- He was a very serious person. And, um, uh, yeah, so I got to um, hang with him then. We talked about Backstage Capital. Um, you know, they were, they were very lovely about it. And then we, we I got to see him again on a plane a couple years after that. Maybe, this is maybe four four years ago and so then I saw him on a plane maybe a year later and we were both sitting close to each other so we got to talk uh but I follow them all that time I follow all of their posts I love all of their dancing all of their family posts all of their hosting 
I was very invested. Um, and so it's, it's, it's just sad to think about. And then I think about like, well, how do you, how do you, when these things happen back to back, how do you keep going? And I just, one of the things that helps me, I don't know if this is good or bad. It's, it's just an observation. But one of the things that does help me is to think like, this isn't new. It's devastating. It's terrible. I wish it on no one, but it's not new. Right? Um, if you think about your parents, you probably grew up with your parents, or maybe as an old as an adult, you listen to your parents talk about people passing away, talking about celebrities that they grew up with passing away, being very invested in that. I remember my mom being very invested in people passing away, and I didn't quite get it early on. I get it now. And you think about their childhood friends and, you know, I have a running joke with my mom that, you know, if you've met my mom or heard my mom or seen my mom online, you know, she's quite a character. She's brilliant and, and just quite interesting person. Um, but there's definitely these moments. <laughs> there's like, we have this inside joke, not inside joke. I mean, it's a very outside joke where she, my mom will call me and she buries the lead. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna bury the lead. I'll tell you what she. She buries the lead. So she'll talk to me for six, seven straight minutes about going to Target and what some lady said to her, and what she was in her. What was in the lady's basket, and then she'll say, with this, without any kind of pause or transition, she'll say, "You know, Bailey died. You mean Bailey, my cousin? You know." So she, she, she does that, but, you know. The, what I'm what I'm thinking through is like there's so many time, so many people in her life and and and, uh, and my father included um, who passed away and so what gives me some comfort is not it's not the greatest news in the world but it does give me some comfort is that it's like this isn't the first time it's not like there's a a a, a, a killer monster dinosaur. Marvel character out there blowing up cities yet. I mean, you know, 2023 is early yet, but it's not like there's this brand new uh, monster. It's just the monster of time and circumstance. And the more people we know, the more people we are connected to, I think that is the difference now, is that we are connected in a way that none of our predecessors have ever been. And our our offspring will be even more so. The more people we know, the more people we know of, and the more people we know personally, and therefore the more people who pass away, whether it's inflicted themselves, self-inflicted, or it's murder, or it's just natural causes, or it's some sort of disaster, the more it's going to affect us because we know more people. Uh, and then at the same time, we'll all sit around, which at least I do, and my, my wife does. Uh, we'll sit and watch The Walking Dead, you know. And uh, it's all about murder and death and dying, and it's kind of palatable somehow. You know, to watch these um, horror films. Now, horror films I don't watch as many of because I, I just can't, y'all. Look, I watch Get Out at home. And. <laughs> I watched it with Anna, my wife, Anna, queer German girl on Twitter and Instagram. And 
I was screaming. First of all, my wife is white, so we were already having that conversation, which was an interesting conversation to have for that particular movie. Second of all, it's a fantastic movie. And then third of all, it's scary AF, psychologically. And, oh, I was, get out. I was, I was the one. I was like, get out. <laughs> I was like, uh-uh, no. No, why? Why? When that, I'm a spoiler alert. When that man ran towards Daniel, the main character, when that man was in the outside in the backyard or wherever on the, on the, the property and he just ran directly at him without turning. Oh, I said, no, what are we doing? Why are we watching this? Why? <laughs> I was so disturbed. By the, I was like, get out. I needed to get out of the room, but I watched it. Um, so I don't do a lot of those types of things. I haven't seen us yet because of that reason. I haven't seen Nope yet because it's like, mm -mm, Nope, us, no. But I want to because I think they're so. I think that Jordan Peele is such a brilliant person. So I'm getting off track a little bit. But that's the point of this. This is what this is for. This is not really any point to it. It's really for you to have me as your friend or as someone who can just be your uh, companion for a few minutes. And like I said, you can, you can listen to this once. You can skip around. You can listen to it more than once. It's up to you. That's what headphones are about, right? That's what, that's why we have headphones, um, and walks. So, that that that's really what it is. So, I I don't have a lot to offer. I don't think when it comes to solutions, but I do know that that comforts me in a way, as I said. And I am hopelessly optimistic. I just can't help myself. I cannot help myself. I have always been. I always will be. I was optimistic when I was sleeping on the floor of the airport in 2015. I was optimistic. I was like, I was mad. I was very upset, very sad, and very um, depressed about it. But I was also, there was just like, no, there has to be more to this. There has to be more to the story. There has to be. And therefore there is, and therefore there will be. So that's how I look at not only 2023, but the rest of it. Uh, I try to focus on what is going to bring me joy. Because I feel like um, financial and public success is inevitable. I think I've, I've definitely had some so far, but it's nowhere near what I believe I will have. And I think that that's going to really start to show itself in 2023. But I think I, I could try to transport myself to the future and say, okay, let's say you have this amount of money in the bank account and let's say this is not an issue and let's say you've proven this group wrong and you have this you know, under your belt. Is that joy? Is that fulfillment? And most times it's not. And so I have to start um, deconstruct exactly what that will be so I can walk towards it. And what it ends up being really is, can I create, ex what it ends up being is, can I create experiences for my family, for myself, got to radiate out, for myself, then for my family, then for my friends and people who are part of 
um, this ecosystem? Can I, can I create enough experiences? Because to me, that's fulfillment. It's never going to be a car. It's never going to be a yacht or something physical, really. Even though, you know, like I have Janet Jackson's truck. If you haven't heard about that, go look that up. I, I bought her truck at auction. That's not going to fulfill me. That's actually a strategic move on my part to create more opportunity that will create more experiences for what I'm talking about. And by experiences, I mean travel. I mean being in the room with certain people, getting to talk to certain people, ask questions, having moments that I've been able to, to create for myself, for my family, which is so much fun to watch. My mom, my brother, his fiance, my wife, the, my nieces and nephews, my cousins, my aunts, my living aunt on my mom's side. Um, yeah, that that's what I that's what I mean. Like traveling, or um, uh, which is big, which will you know take years and years and years. You you won't be able to see it all, and then. Um, concerts and Mavs games and Kings games and Sacramento that is um, and uh, going to you know the hundredth floor of this New York building to speak in front of all of these corporations and bringing my mom with me or going to Afrotech or going to uh, Grace Hopper or going to um, Essence Fest Seeing, like, watching my mom watch Patti LaBelle at Essence Fest from the front row. Uh, well, the front row, maybe we're second row. One of the two. Like, that, to me, that's what it's about. Um, seeing, being by myself, seeing Pink from stage this year, I made that happen because I love Pink. I've loved her for 20 years. And I don't talk about her as much as Janet, but she definitely has meant so much to me as a, as a woman. And uh, there was an opportunity at Bottle Rock to, see, to pay for this VIP experience where I could be standing, standing on stage while she performed in front of, I don't know how many tens of thousands. It was just a sea of people. And she flew through the audience as she does sometimes, and it just her voice was just soaring way before she ever did. And I did it, and I got to meet Roger Davies, who was her manager, who was Tina Turner's manager, who was Janet's manager, um, because I put myself in that position. And uh, I was able to put myself in that position because I. And I have made taken myself from being having incredible stage fright and not ever thinking I would get paid to speak to being one of the most prolific and highest paid speakers in tech, regardless of profile, and having two six figure book deals under my belt in the last three years, and having partnerships and uh, uh, having memberships and having all sorts of you know courses and things like that while at the same time raising millions of dollars for other people and um, have so much planned for 2023. I'm going to wrap it up now. 
I could probably talk for a long lot longer, but I'm gonna go. I've been you might have heard me kind of trail off a little bit a couple of times and I've kind of wanna have a couple moments to myself to think about a few things. But that this, you know, conversation has brought up. But I want you to know I'm good. I'm feeling good. And I hope you are too. I hope that you that I um get to meet you or see you again in twenty twenty three. And that all of our experiences and all of our hopes start to come true. You got to keep me posted. Thanks.